Do you like anything in these last... The only games we haven't even gotten to at all are like, you know, Bucks, Falcons, Texans, Colts, Panthers, Saints, Chargers, Broncos. And the Chargers could clinch the five seed with a win, but that's really out of those games the only thing that's on the line. And there's only so much there. The only thing... I did take the Texans' money line against the Colts because the Colts yeah. are a show. And like, the Jeff Saturday experiment has been so bad. So bad. No, it's been terrible, man. I, I do think the Texans win that game, even though they probably, the organization at least, doesn't want to. But there's a bunch of veterans in that locker room, and the Colts are a mess. Who the hell is their starting quarterback this week? Jonathan Taylor's injured. I'm with you on the Texans. I like that one. Took the points. I actually bet Atlanta when it was two and a half, just thinking that's only going to go up mm-hmm. because they're going to announce, they're going to announce that Tampa Bay is probably going to rest the starters. If they do play, maybe they play a series. Look at those backups. Look at those starters this year. They've been a mess. And uh, Atlanta can't really, like, improve or hurt their draft status a whole lot. So I think you'll have, like, Desmond Ritter go out there, probably try to play his best game of the season, show that he could be the starter moving forward. They'll be able to run the ball a little bit. I think we'll get some points. I think the total might be a little bit too low. But I took Atlanta as far as these last ones. And then I plan on betting the Chargers if the game means anything. I just don't think it's going to. If it does, obviously we're going to see an adjustment with that number because they went from being two-and-a-half, three-point favorites to three-point dogs. So I just find that game to be unbettable. It'd have to be Chargers or Pass, even yep. with the backups. Uh, but the problem is the Broncos' defense is still top five. And the offense has actually shown some signs of life here the last couple of weeks when Russell Wilson's been out there. You, know, you talk about the Texans and veterans wanting to win that game. Because yeah. I always say, players don't tank, organizations tank. And they exactly. just put out inferior teams. Lori Markin was actually asked about this. Because obviously the Jazz have overachieved this year. Just yeah. put up 49 the other night. And he said, we were just confident and we weren't going for that tanking talk. It just fueled us a little bit more and just fired that competitive spirit on all of us. That's what you get. Right. These guys that got, like, they don't care in Houston, anybody that's on that roster right now, Davis Mills especially, that they could have the number one pick in C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Yeah, they don't that care. Yeah, and Davis Mills doesn't want to lose his, that's what I mean no. though, man. Like, you think they care about the draft? No, absolutely not. And that's why when you look at this whole thing, you you know that the the front office is going to be pissed off if they lose. Because, you know, that's like they want the number one pick, and then the Bears could take that. But really, the Bears don't need a quarterback. So if Houston has the number two pick, they're still in a good spot anyway. Who knows? They could even trade down, get more picks. There's a bunch of quarterbacks, whatever the case is. But that's the one thing that people don't always think about that needs to be kept in mind. And by the way, let me also point this out. With all the talk about NBA tanking, the odds have been smoothed out even more where it's harder and harder to get the number one pick. In the NFL, if you have the worst record, you have the number one overall pick. Yeah. So it's way more guaranteed and way more profitable for a team in the NFL to tank than it is the NBA. But everybody loves to talk about tanking in the NBA, but not the NFL. You got plenty of teams trying to get quarterbacks in the NFL every single year. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, look at the last couple of years, especially the Texans. Um, yeah, got I feel be. like it's the Texans every year. Yeah, I was going to say, Texans. Remember when the Texans were a playoff team? Jags a couple of years ago. Before yeah. Bill O'Brien destroyed they them. They should have beat the Chiefs. They had a three-score was... lead, and Bill O'Brien was like, all right, time you, for the fake punt. Do you think Bill O'Brien seriously wanted to sabotage that team? Like, I think kind back of. to his time there, and I, I I wonder if he tried to sabotage that team on purpose. He traded DeAndre Hopkins, who was the best receiver for in the David league at the Johnson. time, for a 30-year-old broken-down running back, oh or 28, God. however old he was. Yeah, that's 35 in running back years. <laughs> yeah, so. it's like 109. Yeah, Bill O'Brien's a big doofus. Uh, <laughs> he, in in like the bigger doofus though, whoever like gave him full control of the team because not only was he the head coach, yeah. and the play caller, but he also was like he was the GM. You talk about Bill Belichick trees. That's Bill right. O'Brien. That's another one there. Well, he's going to be calling plays for the Patriots next year. You saw this, right? Yep. Yeah, he's going to leave Alabama. It's it's this whole Nick Saban, Bill Belichick. 
like little connected tree though yeah if you so, notice right I mean, Saban's part of the Bill- Belichick tree but Saban created his own tree because what Saban does I call it Nick Saban rehab program right mm-hmm. uh young head coach screws up big time usually he's a fan of the co-eds or you know staying out late maybe gets himself in some trouble not to name any names Steve Sarkeesian <laughs> Lane Kiffin Bill O'Brien he, he just got himself in trouble by making boneheaded football decisions but then they go work with Nick Saban. They call plays for two years. Yep. You and I could call plays for Nick Saban for two years, yep. and we'll put up 40 points per game with the five-star talent that they continue to bring in. And then they get head coaching gigs again. And that's what I call the uh, Nick Saban rehab program. It's a great rehab program. It's, and so now like Bill O'Brien it is 100% leaves the rehab so program, far. and he goes back to the National Football League, where for some reason, Bill Belichick, who we call the greatest head coach of all time, is going to allow this man to call his plays. And you know what? I don't blame him because it can't get any worse than Matt Patricia, the neckbeard. Because he's not a play caller. God. Bill he has no business. Giving, just thinking of Bill O'Brien and the Texans, giving him the full keys to the organization and all the moves. It's like giving a blind person the does, keys to your car and telling him to drive. Does Belichick, what are you doing? Does Bill need to retire? I, I don't think the game's Belichick? passing him by because he's such a defensive genius. But is he getting soft? He should have told Patricia, like, no, no, I don't care. Go collect unemployment, man. Like, we don't need a defensive mind because my son is in charge of the defense. You're not a play caller. He you likes have to, no idea what he you're He likes doing. to bring his guys back, though. Yeah. I mean, he did it with Josh McDaniels. Who other than Mike Vrabel is, did he bring, is worth anything off that coaching Did Romeo tree? Cornell come back to the Patriots, yes. too? Yes. Romeo like Cornell three came times, back. I feel. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> he might they be keep, there now. They Yeah. They leave and come back all the time. Yeah. It's he, all of his. They realize they don't make it, and then they go and just stick around with the... The one guy that'll never have to come crawling back is Mike Vrabel. Yep. Yeah. He's do the only count, one though. Worth do we count him as the because he technically was a he played for Belichick, but then he was in the Texans. He was the Texans. He was like a coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've always had this debate with people too. I had somebody on Twitter one time say this. It was when I was doing another show, and they're like, "Technically, Vrabel's not the coaching tree." And I was like, "Yeah, but he played for Belichick, was a leader on that defense, and then a defensive coordinator with the Texans." So I count that as part of the Belichick tree. Yeah. You all right over there, Nick? Yep. You breaking stuff? Yep. We got four minutes, three minutes. Don't break anything, and then we'll be done. I was running out of time. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Just destroying things in here. He's like, all right, we got to get out of here. I'm uh, going to the we, casino uh, lap dance place. Oh, well, club. yeah. I thought that's what we're all doing after the show, right? So, for me, it's it's all about the Titans, plus yep. six and a half. My favorite bet this week is the Raiders. Raiders plus ten. Now now that it's at eight and a half, I don't love it as oh, much. Oh, did you get it at ten? Yeah, I got it at nine and a half. Well, nine and a half is fine. Still good. Yeah, I still feel good about the nine and a half. Yeah, I uh, I would, and if it goes back to nine and a half, you could get a ten for minus one twenty. Not that I'm advising to buy points, but man, if you get the ten with sometimes the Raiders, that's worth it though. Raiders might shock the world and win that game. Oh, yeah. Bet the I, money line. Let's I, go. I think that we're gonna get some chaos this weekend, and I think that might be the one. So Raiders in Tennessee, the two dogs tomorrow. Atlanta. I like Atlanta against Tampa Bay. Uh, I like the Commanders. Plus seven. Good for you. Have fun. Just and like you like the Wizards tonight. DC Sports will let you down. And if and when the Lions get the plus six, I have to do it. Oh, and go Dolphins over eight and a half wins. The only, and then the only incentive, you know how we were going to talk about that. I am going to play Patrick Mahomes over on the passing yards. Don't care where it closes at. Because I think he's going to gun for the 350. Mm-hmm. And then the only other one that maybe I would look at would be Gerald Everett over four and a half receptions since he needs the five. Like, some of these, man, uh, I, I just don't... It, it's not like a couple years ago or last year or two years ago when Gronk needed a couple touchdown grabs and he made a million dollars. I don't think some of these guys are going all out for, like, 75K. Right. You know what I mean? 
Like for the Jacksonville Jags, like what's more important, making the playoffs or getting Christian Kirk uh, a new Lamborghini? I, I mean, Christian Kirk may want a new Lamborghini, though. He'll get that, though, if they go to the playoffs and they win something. That's true. The Super Bowl MVP gets a car every year. They do get a car. But it's not a Lamborghini. No. <laughs> no. I don't even know what it is. Hold on. Actually. I was trying to find the other incentives that I had here. Yeah, it's because... Uh, it's just I like I keep going through. I I mean if Justin Fields was playing, I Justin Jefferson needs 194 receiving yards to break Calvin play. Johnson's single season record. So that's going to be too much. They're not going to do that. Yeah, Mahomes needs 430. He might get that. He could. And then yeah, Christian Kirk needs 85 receiving yards. Zay Jones needs 80. Evan Ingram 55. Evan Ingram 55 receiving yards. And that's a really good matchup. Yeah. I mean, you look what he did against them last time. Yep. I think they're bottom bottom five defending tight ends in both receiving yards and touchdowns. He might be worth a look. You can parlay Christian Kirk 85 plus, Zay Jones 80 plus, and Evan Ingram's 55 plus for plus 2,000 on BetMGM's one game parlay. The good thing, like, so tomorrow I like both dogs. I like the over in the Raiders game, kind of like the over in the Jags game. Uh, you can wake up Sunday, you listen to the You Better You Bet show. They'll have a better idea who's going to play, what the motivation mm-hmm. is going to be right now on a Friday kind of tough for some of these Sunday games. It is. But I like yeah. the dogs tomorrow, man. I really like the Raiders. The Raiders. The meaning Raiders. Meaning we'll be coming on Monday. They'll yeah. lose by 40. There you go. And then we got the national title game on Monday. 